Kurelitse khatiso ya Motsweding FM. Konka bukamoso. Yeah, no. COVID-19 is uh, is is a serious problem throughout the world, and uh, the world is trying to come up with uh, you know ways and means of uh, making sure that they they get rid of it. But now, how can decision makers adapt to uh, this COVID-19 national disaster in the country? All right, one. Yes, I think I think COVID-19 is is something that we haven't seen before in our time, and it's something mm-hmm. that the world has never dealt with an epidemic of of, of this nature. But of course, we have livelihoods at stake. We have uh, salaries at stake, and we need to understand how we how we're going to continue to provide uh, for our families and businesses <coughs> moving forward. So, but first, I think every business should have a pandemic plan for absences, um, especially in critical roles. Mm-hmm. You know, you you need to understand how this pandemic can affect your organisation and, and plan for that. So, second of all, is obviously take all the advice that the World Health Organization, the CDC, as well as local government puts in place and adhere to those rules and regulations and make sure, in some cases, that you maybe even stretch it a bit further. For example, if they say sanitize your hands every hour, we've seen across the world how this spreads. Maybe, maybe do it every half hour. Be maybe a little mm-hmm. bit OCD about your hygiene responses and your, and your distances from people. If they say keep six feet, maybe keep ten feet. So be a little bit over the top because you know, the one thing about this, if it spread and keeps spreading like this, we can definitely be sure that travel controls and restrictions are going to get tighter, which in turn means that business is going to get tighter and, and it's going to have an onward effect of people being able to uh, keep doing business and, and supplying people salaries, etc. Mm. So no. another thing is, yes? No, no, go ahead, go ahead. So another thing is your supply vulnerabilities. For example... We're a company that also deals with moving stock and installing stock at at, uh, our customers. We have over a thousand customers and obviously new customers who do new installations. Is your stock holding going to be affected? You're going to affect your supply, your ability to deliver to your customers. Uh, Make sure that you forward plan uh, for your stock. Um, Are there going to be any um, stuff, items on your production line that is going to be affected dramatically and what can you do to counteract that as well? How, how would it be that? How would you handle those disruptions in your business? Mm. Uh, in addition to that, purchasing patterns. You know, something we need to do as businesses is, is try and keep those purchasing patterns on each other. Um, the other thing that we must think of is staff. How do you, how do you make your staff comfortable? How do you allow for them to work from home? How do you manage them and their productivity when they work from home? Have you got a work from home system? Are your systems, your technology, is your business geared to allow people to work from home? And if so, um, how do you communicate this to your people? And how do you measure your people when they are working from home? And how do they feel and know that you're going to measure them as well? And you have to create those scenarios because I do believe that it's coming if you look around the world. We, we are going to be in those scenarios. But also in this case, with specific is if you can start allowing people to work from home, um, if they showing any symptoms, if your business is not critical that they have to be on site, you have to start thinking if restrictions get tighter and controls get tighter around travel and movements, uh, what you have in place so that you, you can get people to work from home.
Mm. Now, now, in your report, you said, uh, in fact, you believe that uh, if every business in the country stopped their normal buying behavior, then every business could be impacted and the ripple effect will be felt throughout every sector of the economy, ultimately hurting society. Like, w- would you like to uh, expand on that? Well, yes, I think, you know, businesses throughout this country, must remember, we employ uh, millions of people. And, and I think big, small, medium, it doesn't matter, we all employ people. And the one thing that we that we have a tendency to do is say, well, let me wait and see what's going to happen before I make my next purchase or my next technology purchase or or <laughs> let's, let's stop manufacturing, let's stop producing because we want to see what the knock-on effect is. You know, we must remember that, that, that the supply chain... Uh, and the demand will still be there. Yes, it is affecting a lot of people, but ultimately there's still going to be an enormous amount of people in the economy when this thing, uh, when we eventually get on top of this thing. So if we stop buying from each other, it's natural the knock-on effect will be my business won't earn as much, your business won't earn as much. Therefore, there's going to be a, probably a knock-on effect of saying, well, we have to downscale our cost. And with that, people are the supply stops so you don't need as many people and ultimately you're not earning an income as much as you used to so what you will do you'll end up not you'll end up having to retrench people because your business just can't afford to keep them in place it's a matter of shut your doors or keep your business open i mean there are there are other methods that i see other companies are putting in place for example people are asking some people to say like across the board of the company if they are majorly impacted and we all take a salary cut so as we can see this thing through and then we'll, we'll normalize as things start normalizing again so they can keep retention in jobs. So for me, you know, if we, if we just keep that mindset and say to each other, listen, you know, we need to keep that buying cycle going. We need to ensure that we keep looking after each other. And ultimately, we want big society. You know, this is not just about business owners and saying, mm. let's make profit. This is about looking after the employment and the fabric of our society, which is keeping people in jobs so they can afford food and rent and water and lights for their families. And I think that's something we need to understand in this time. This is not about making profits. This is about yeah. keeping your doors open, understanding you're not going to make profits as a company or as much as you, you can. Some companies may, there will be a demand and search for online companies, an example. But for the general sake of the, of the, of the manufacturing, the supply chain, the services company, any bit of professional services, is going to be a knock-on effect. But let's remember that this is about society as a whole and not just about shareholders and owners making profits. We need to stay together on this. Mr. Frank Mullen, CEO of Xenia. Um, do, are you uh, perhaps on, on social media uh, if anybody wants more information? So they can go to our website. We're on www.xenia.ca.za um, and, and you can see all our contact details there. We have got some items up around how to handle COVID-19 and what our thoughts are around COVID-19 and what we should be doing to each other uh, and helping each other in terms of businesses and making sure that the mindset in the country is a healthy one, that we handle this in a positive manner and uh, mostly protect jobs and protect the economy as much as we can. Thank you, sir, very much for your time and uh, we really uh, do appreciate the information you've shared with us. Uh, Do enjoy your day. It's a pleasure, Anna. Thank you. Have a good one. Thank you, thank you.